Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 24th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! Uh, you know, been better days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We are recording this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm sorry. Gosh. Tuesday. Seven, long day. Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We were going to do our usual early recording. You know, then I don't know what happened. Something we got derailed. Kids, other obligations, and of course, intervening news. Uh you know, changes the tone of what would be a normally kind of goofy week celebrating Puerto Rico Open. We're still going to do the normal show, a uh, normal Wednesday show, but obviously the dominant news, and rightfully so, is Tiger Woods in a very, very serious car accident, fortunately not fatal car accident, Los Angeles. Uh, we started to get a little word of this randomly around noon or lunchtime about, you know, a firefighter source, you know, Shotgun Star listeners, um, just that Tiger was in an accident. And of course, these are internet rumors and you don't do anything with that. And you want to be air on the side of this being just a baseless rumor. And, uh, you know, your mind races to perhaps being fatal or how serious the injury is. Fortunately, we are at a time in the uh, evening, Thanks, uh, according to police. There are non-life-threatening injuries. He's at the hospital. He's, they've said he's very lucky to be alive. He was wearing a seatbelt. Um, Andy, any reaction to this on Tuesday morning? Yeah, I mean, this was this was a crazy, crazy day. And I mean, early on, thank God he's okay. Early on, you know, obviously, worst thoughts were coming to mind. It felt early on very reminiscent to the Kobe Bryant uh, tragedy last year. But mm -hmm. I'm just really happy he's alive. And you know, I, I think. You know, there's limited information out there, so I don't think it's any time to jump to conclusions about anything. Um, it sounds like he sustained some pretty serious leg injuries. Um, yeah. And yep. I think, you know, it's uh, – I'm just really happy we didn't lose one of, you know, sports icons. And, you know, one of the reasons that I'm even talking about golf at this point in my life and play golf, you know, is, is Tiger Woods. So – it was uh, it was just a strange day, and uh, I think it's just it's, I always am amazed when these kinds of things happen. How essentially kind of the your your day stops and you get that pit in your stomach, and and it just it's um it's a, it it's just a crazy day. Yeah, um, you know he's okay in that he will live. Uh, it does not sound you know. I don't think he'd come out of that without some serious injuries. And it sounds like he has some serious lower body injuries. We don't know, you know, no one knows how long or how, what they are exactly, you know, no one publicly, um, you know, you just hope the thing I was just, we were getting ready to talk about this and like that hit me a little bit was like, 
Like, I don't, you know, I don't care too much about his competitive career at this point. You just, you know, um, but like watching him play with Charlie, you seem to really relish that. Right. Um, and you want to be able to like walk the golf course or play with him or not in a non catnip fashion, right. In a non, like just at home or you, you just hope he's okay to experience that. And he may be, he may not like, we don't have inside information that he won't be or, but you just hope for that, that he can at least um, come out of it and be able to live that part of his life as, as a dad, you know, walking and playing golf with his kid. I mean, just, yeah, you hope, obviously, fifth back surgery and, and now this, and you just hope yeah. he can, like, live a, a semi-normal life in terms of being able to do anything with his kids, you know? Like, yeah. being able to throw a baseball, being able to, right. you know, right. like, it's uh, it's just a reminder, too, of just, like, how quick things can happen in life. And I don't think, obviously, it's everybody's had kind of a tough year with, with 2020 and, and just sure. as a, always a reminder of, of how sudden and how quick things can change. And I, I, I mean, I hope he's okay in terms of living life. And I think, you know, we can talk about down the road, how, you know, it sucks. You know, one of the cool things with golf is that, the legends of the game don't really just go away. You know, mm-hmm. they have this nice, like kind of poetic send off and they become their parts of the game for a really long time, whether it be through the master's tradition of being able to play every year or, yeah. you know, being, you know, the open and it just, you know, it would just was, it, you know, in general, just sucks having having that taken away from one of the icons of the game potentially yep yep what well, was weird like the coverage of it was bizarre i thought a little bit like i just put on news and it's like i don't know if you've watched sports at any time you could talk about it but like these people who like a don't know tiger in a golfing sense aren't like traffic cops or aren't like medic em Tease, like, what are you there to talk about? Like, what are you, what, I mean, it was just bizarre, the coverage of it. Um, I thought Golf Channel actually did a, a pretty uh, strong job on it. Um, Jaime Diaz, who was like a North Star for all of us, our profession, and certainly grace and, and sort of measured reaction, did allude to him not looking particularly chipper, um, you know, on Sunday. And, and obviously Tiger's history uh you know having accidents in the past and having you know being arrested in south florida um that is purely speculative it is tiger's history i don't think it's irrelevant to this car crash but i think you cannot jump to some sort of conclusion and say he was impaired the officers have said he was showed no signs of impairment um when they arrived and you know, transferred him to the hospital. But I think it's relevant to talk about it um, as Jaime did. If Jaime is, like, I will gladly follow his lead on that. Um, and, and just sort of the tragedies of Tiger's, both self-inflicted and otherwise, and, you know, externally inflicted uh, of his kind of almost life and certainly most of his public life. So you just, that you, your mind raced to, to something like that, but, uh, you know, it's not, you can't say that with any kind of conclusive, any kind of conclusive evidence at all at this point. As a matter of fact, it's to the contrary. I can't think of a a superstar 
a, a, a star athlete that's had kind of more of a obvious some some of this self-inflicted but really bad luck in terms of where he's obviously been extraordinarily lucky with with his talents at golf his hard work his achievements his accomplishments and you know how is but this last 12 years has been you know you can't and and nobody can look at it and not feel a little bit bad for the guy even though i know a lot of this stuff that's come he's brought upon himself but yeah you know it's it's a uh it's really interesting too how it kind of breaks down where you had basically 96 to 2009 and now we've got 12 years from 2009 to this and um how it kind of just falls on almost an immediately 12 year timeline um but it's uh yeah i it's hard i randomly had a conversation with uh somebody who knew somebody over at rolling hills where he was doing the shoot um and the guy said that tiger was there all day shooting and it just looked like he and seemed like he was in a lot of pain yesterday monday yeah monday mm-hmm. okay like okay. It, it, this is you know this is from somebody i talked to that so it's you know second hand but said he was just in a lot of pain on monday and then obviously that's where he was driving back to to finish that shoot on tuesday morning when when the crash happened but um said that tiger just was not moving around well it was kind of i saw he had his golf clubs out like you know from did you see the the, celebrities and yeah did you see the stuff like his clubs were out like no just kind of like interesting given the tone of 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 his interview with nance at the genesis where he basically alluded to not being able to do anything but putt right you know but Obviously, right. if they were shooting something, it could have just all been staged kind of photo mm-hmm. shoot type stuff. Anyways, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, at this point, there's there's relief that he's alive and you yeah. hope he's able to recover in some sort of fashion. That's that's, you know, he could move on with a capable life and be a dad and family person and all that. So. All right. Anything else? Good. I, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I think we're going to get more information. This yeah. is. um this is obviously a developing story. By the time we pu- publish this podcast, a lot of facts, more facts will surface. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, you know, feel for his family and, and pray that, you know, he ends up coming out of this all right. Likewise. Likewise. Um, all right. Uh, the show goes on on the PGA Tour. Uh, obviously, this will be a, dominant storyline will be on everyone's mind they made justin thomas oddly talk about it oh my god um what? like five minutes after finding out about it and justin obviously very close with tiger um you know even if he wasn't cl- it was just an odd odd day over there as like as like we didn't have the clarity that you and i have now that he would was gonna survive and they were non-life-threatening it was just weird sort of i get it that it's a tough timeline to manage but just an odd like he's in tears and they're asking about like the green complexes and stuff like that it just didn't didn't come out right um, it just didn't seem right time to to even have him go up and do an interview right right it was bizarre but uh we will go through the usual wednesday schedule for the week first uh we got to give a shout out to hayden buckley we did not cover him at all on monday 
and he won the Lecom Suncoast Classic. The web last guy in KFT. the field. Yeah, went from uh, first alternate to eventually winning it. So I think you just have to give him a shout out. Next, let's get to our schedule for the week. We have the WGC, or shall I say, World Golf Championship, Workday Championship at the concession. It's not concession, it's the concession, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's the, the famous concession that, you know, of Ryder Jack Cup, Nicholas. Tony Jack. Yeah. yeah. Designed, this is uh, designed in 2006 by Jack and Tony Jacklin. Par 72, 7,400 yards. Purse is 10.5 million. Defending champ is Patrick Reed. He won last year's Mexico last year's championship Mexico City by a shot. Bryson DeChambeau also in the thick of it down the stretch before finishing runner up. Someone's throwing little jokes in here. Notables: Reed, DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Lee Westwood, Bob McIntyre, and Jason Scribner is a notable this week. I didn't know Scribner. I wouldn't Came have around. the the sailor got you know do, how do you think he say do you think he sailed in he's do you think he rounded like, uh rounded uh yeah, Florida oh yeah. up into oh the yeah. Gulf oh hell yeah came across the Atlantic went down below the peninsula came up the came Gulf cruising side. up yeah absolutely. I bet he loves docking in the Gulf <laughs> it's nice calm waters this is Thursday. Through Friday, at 1 to 6 on Golf Channel, Saturday, Sunday, noon to 2.30, and 2.30 to 6 on NBC. NBC is uh, returning. This is NBC Returns for, what do they call it now? The Spring Swing or something like that? Hold on I think it, well, it should be called the Swamp Swing. We got four straight weeks in the Swamp. <laughs> That's true. What are, the, what are they? This one? We got, we got this Honda, one. Honda, Bay we Hill go, players. Well, this one, whatever. then Bay Hill, then... Players. Players than Honda. Okay. Valspar's out. That's right. They're in April, April? Like late April or something like that. Um, all right. So this is a WGC cash grab. It's 10.5 million. The purse is bigger than the PR Open, the LPGA event, and the PGA Tour Championships by like PGA Tour champions by like a significant margin. As a matter of fact, the winner of this event, I think you know, earns more than the PGA Tour champion's entire purse and almost as much as the LPGA's entire purse. And that's the winner only. Um, it's free world rankings point, free FedEx uh, cup points, free money, basically. No this cut. is like, this is Jake Nichols did an old study, his stats guru, back when he was doing a bunch of golf data work publicly, publishing a lot of it publicly about how, Every year, this first WGC is just all these kind of like Euro Tour guys and World Tour guys tumble. You, when it was a Doral, tumble to like the so. Are you t saying that the sailor, the Scrivener, the man of the sea, is maybe subject to a bad a bad finish outside his norm? It's just an odd like. I don't know with these WGCs like like the match play one. I get there. You go the international one. Sure, I get, but like just having a seventy-two hole stroke play event in Florida just doesn't distinguish it very much, right? A no cut seventy-two hole stroke play event in Florida that doesn't do a ton for me. Um, so just sorry, not really needed. Um, it's uh, so here are my three things. Yeah, let's get them. The spread. Number one. What's that mean? First to last. Oh yeah. 
Sure. The uh... one of the, one of the beautiful things with WGCs is there's no bailing people out. There's no the. You know, Will sure it, they was get, at his lowest moment. Sure, Will it, sure they get free FedEx Cup points and free money. They got to play their four rounds, and no matter how bad you're playing. And this week, the golf course, I think it's one of those golf courses where if you've got it going pretty good, you can you can play well. Like you're gonna see some good scores, especially if the wind's not too windy. But if you are not feeling good over the golf ball, this is a place that is going to eat you alive. And we could see some large grande numbers posted on the board by some some of these players. Yeah. Like that I mean the Stephen Bowditch is a legendary one, which I don't like to point out and and, and as a point of you know, popping but them you're, because he's but going through. you're pointing out. No, I'm just thinking of WGC spreads. Like he was going through some real heavy shit and some hard swain and injury issues. Like will it at 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 um Firestone, I think one year, there's just nowhere to hide, but the no cut issue, like you are sent out there for 72 holes um, and you could end up, you know, 38 over. Um, so, okay. You were, you went out there. I got to plug your own video. I had minimal interest in this event. Very little, like any kind of relatability, background info, any eagerness to learn more. I thought your video did a good job in terms of showing some Tricky greens, green surrounds made me more interested in an event that I would not be. So I would plug that if you want to learn anything about the concession and what you might, why it might be interesting the. to watch this week. Um, kind of like the Ohio State University. I mean, that's exactly what it's like. Other, uh, also, nightmare of a driving range out there. <laughs> we posted this aerial to Instagram, uh, our Instagram account. I mean, prayers up for the range pickers. They have a centerline bunker or just several bunkers, but one giant continuous bunker through the entire range, which, you know, it's got to be, it's end to end. It's double-sided range, it looked like. It's got to, so it's got to be what? 300, 400 yards in between. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like a 300-yard bunker that just winds with grass islands in it. And for what? It's in the middle of a range. For what? I mean... What do you want out of your range? You want to be able to see where it lands. You'd like there to not be dramatic elevation change. You want to be hitting off the side of a mountain. Um, I don't know what else you need. Do you need to be, why is, what is the bunker decorative? Uh, it just looks like an absolute nightmare. To pick, and they're, Now they're going to get these guys out there hitting all different makes and model balls and just hitting balls all day. And you got to check out the aerial we posted in. Andy's got drone <laughs> video of the of the range i don't understand its utility or its purpose it's just purely aesthetic let me tell you something brendan the practice facility out there is fantastic granted i didn't when i was out there i wasn't thinking about one of my old jobs at one point was picking range range balls i'd you know when i was hung over i'd go out there and sleep in the range cart but these but, guys just got to get out there and go through this giant well, center of sand. It's allegedly a, a complete thinking. nightmare. <laughs> Sources. It looks as it is as bad as it looks from what we understand. Picking it. Yeah, but Skinny Vinny India is a former member. I, I got a few people on the inside and uh, yeah. it, it, that know there. They said the range. The range. I I pulled a few people and they yeah. said the range. 
the best response was, it is the way you would think it is, a complete nightmare to pick. <laughs> I just, someone suggested in the Instagram comments, it could be like maybe par three holes if they utilize. No, like, but they that's have a short it. course. It is a complete vanity 300-yard bunker. I wonder if it's maintained. It's got to be maintained occasionally. Occasionally, you know, maintained in one form or fashion. But it's pure aesthetic. It's a sign sign of opulence. It's one that PGA Tour officials might look at and say, they don't have an $18 million driveway, but they do have a 300-yard bunker that we're pretty jealous of. With islands and twisting to and fro. I think the Masters one has, like, legit... I feel like they put like greens and like alleys and lanes, like to play cuts and play draws and stuff. I feel like that they have different, I don't know what you want to call them, props, but different things out there on the range. The, the big mucho new one, the, the tournament practice area, as they call it. But this is purely just a giant ass sand trap. Anyways, pray for the uh, range picker this week. Yeah, the golf course is, I, this is one of the ones, golf course and setup. We'll see how the tour responds to their first week since, you know, they had their first course issue and God knows who, how long. Um, Cause obviously the RNA set up the open when they had right. the wind issue, but I don't even know the last time they had a little course setup drama on the PGA tour. So we'll see how they set it up. But one of the things out here, <laughs> we could see some players pretty irritated with this place. The, uh, the greens, they they are very very severe and you know you could get some spots. There are a few holes where they have to be very very careful with where they put pins, and there might not be a lot of places to put pins for four rounds. Um, so that that'll be something to watch, just to watch the uh, the chippiness, the chirping of the players. See if we get any. You know maybe Billy Ho, who is uh, on the ground, he could be a candidate for speaking yeah, out about something. He is. Yep. Um, so that's something to watch. Uh, okay. That, that, then, that uh, is very, that is illustrative. Your video is quite illustrative of some of those, those humps and hollows and quick drop-offs along, along the yeah, the, the around the green. What makes them extra severe? <laughs> I don't want to bore anybody with drainage talk, but you know, the, the easiest way to drain a golf course, but also the most obtrusive to the to play is the use of these things called catch basins, which are just drains. So part of the reason, one of the things that makes these surrounds extra severe is that they're littered with catch basins. And what we're going to see is all the balls are going to go into one spot. Okay. So because they go, because the balls go right where the water would go right into the drain. So we could see a lot of greenside drops too. That's something to watch. Just because they're on or near a drain? Oh, yeah. I mean, are they all going to be pitching from this, you know? Yeah, there'll be, divot, and... there'll be divots yeah. all over the place in these the, these popular spots, too. All right. But, we'll keep but eye important oh. note, for the last month at the concession, no, no, play, play. no player <laughs> has been allowed to use anything but a mat on any turf. So when I went out there, I played, I had Mark, or we had a caddy, the caddy carried around a little mat that every time I had to put the mat down, hit off the mat in the fairway, in the rough, everywhere. So Amazing. there's that, they, they hosted their member member and all the members that paid dues had to hit off these little mats. 
a couple like this was like a month in lead up unbelievable so unbelievable. the the course is going to be in absolutely immaculate shape they got an yeah. all-star superintendent over there who's been there since growing um it should be a fun golf course to watch pros, pros. play yeah okay. i would okay. not recommend if you're 15 handicap and you you well, if you like if you like are uh into like killing yourself go play it but you know get in, if you're a masochist yeah masochist that's it yeah there you go all right um, jack jack nicholas signature design there you go this is jack's transition period this is right when he's worked with tom doke well what's year what years are we talking about 2006 okay. so this is where he kind of transitioned started transitioning to where he is now where he likes playability but he just never just doesn't fully get it because you know the way he wants to design courses the way but you know it's like if you copy somebody you're never going to do it as well as them right yeah yeah sure. um sure. so okay. it's a uh there's some neat holes though so okay cool and then yeah. uh last thing third thing to watch I'm a little worried that Sung JM's rusty. Two weeks off. <laughs> Most people would be enthusiastic that they're rest, rested, but with Sung Jae, you're worried he's rusty. Rusty. Yeah. Having trouble. There's okay. a there's a thin line between rested and rusty, and for Sung Jae, it's more than three days off. Yeah, right? most guys, it's like three three weeks, four, or maybe a month. You know, Tiger, it's like a year. Sung Jae. Uh, two weeks it could be trouble <laughs> all right Loading or field. he might be arrested and then he you don't like you know you might not like anybody more than him is it gonna blow do we know i uh, let me do some investigative, investigative. i mean i think that's the only way this event gets redeemed i'm is the course a little bit of wind i and that's not even that's not it's not a this isn't a shot at concession it's not a shot at um the field like these wgc's anywhere and everywhere these days just lack urgency juice seriousness it seems that they kind of snooze through them and well i mean they got dealt a pretty shitty hand with today too what do you mean with the oh like oh yeah no 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 i'm talking in a vacuum aside from that i was like the guys show up they collect their money there's no cut and and so i think the element for to make this interesting is if you get a little wind and some of these these greens uh it's the intrigue that's built into the course i think that could really make this pop by the weekend yeah the wind is is going to be moderate it's going to be delightful down in florida it's going to be you know 80 and sunny today it's kind of bummer i guess stuck inside all day today it's like 75 and sunny no humidity it's just gorgeous sorry Um, all right those are your three things yeah wgc moderate wind is that what you're suggesting moderate moderate wind like 10 10 miles an hour which down here i mean it could it could get flare up a little bit more out of nowhere but it's going to be like absolutely gorgeous do we see Geronimo? Geronimo. <laughs> I was wondering about this. You know what I'm wondering? If they fly in the first tee announcer from Chapultepec. I don't think for the so. Content, I think they're for done. Content they're reasons. out of it's the just sponsorship. Totally, it's done. You know, it's never going back. I Just the content they got did, around the first tee announcer. Like, 
Justin. You know, and they share the video over and over again. How do you think the concession got their name in the event? I was wondering about that. It seems like you might. You're just asking. It seems like you're throwing that out there. You might know the answer to that. I don't know. I don't know. Any, I'm just speculating. I would assume they paid some paid to put a little extra sugar in the pot. I would assume. I I mean that seems like a that would be the answer to that question. But uh, you know I don't know either way. I mean, do we have one at at, at Austin? Does it say at Chapultepec? No. At the Chapultepec? At uh, nowhere. Nowhere. What's the one in Shanghai? Uh, the terrible course, Shenzhen. Uh, like, but just, like, yeah. what event? No. Does any event ever say the the venue in it? I feel like sometimes they do. Shadow no? Creek had it in it, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Every now and then you get it, but maybe it's something about that that last second, you know, sub in because Shadow Creek was a fill in. Gave him a little extra boost, and you know, you can throw your name in if you, you know, agree to host it. I think they probably paid some money to take it on. That's um, a strange, strange play for a private, a super exclusive club in Florida. Right. I mean, I get it if you're like a resort trying to attract new guests yeah. or open for play, but uh, yeah, that's good. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they got they got money to spend on a bunker in the middle of a range, and they got money to maybe get their name into the title. I don't know. Hey, also, um, non, non-member Will Zale Torres is a thing to watch, too. Non-member, non-PGA Tour member Will Zale Torres. Non-full member before any anybody comes. Special. Time for yeah. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Will Zale Torres, top 50 player in the world in the field, but not well, a PGA Tour member. While we're on the subject of PGA Tour members and accruing FedEx Cup points and all that, I got a great email from listener John Sternasty, Sternasty, Sternasty this morning. Said, Brendan, had some inspiration this morning after listening to the Riv wrap up 2020 breakdown, albeit a weird year, of official money versus FedEx Cup points. He did FedEd. I think that's it. He, uh... he didn't do Bitcoin too, because I heard some people were working on that. Oh, he is Bitcoin for us. He does. And Sumo conversion. Oh, wow. Sumo Citrus. Some takeaways. The average FEC point to USD for the top 100 is $2,352. 2000 bucks. That's easy. Now, now all of a sudden, what? FedEx Cup what? points have so much more meaning. This was actually incredible. Average. Incre- but it's average. incredible. I now can equate... 500 FedEx Cup points. That's a million bucks. For the top 100. Yes. For the top 100. Average US. Yeah. That is 0.051 Bitcoin as of 9.51 a.m. Tuesday morning. It's like, like it would be wildly heard, different by the time you record. <laughs> I didn't check in on the Bitcoin. I heard it, it It was tanking earlier. Yeah. Today. Yeah. I think it was diving. Um, it's also, also, you can just take this in your pocket forever. Also equal to 784 Sumo Citruses. One FedEx Cup point. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Like that? I hope I one day win one FedEx Cup point. I think my best chance would be getting in the Zurich. <laughs> Just globbing on to John Rahm like Ryan Palmer did that one year. Something like that. Um, 784 Sumo Citruses. All right. Players, I need to check the cross tabs on this. He sent an attachment, which I didn't have time to open. Players that earn the least per FedEx Cup point. 
DJ, Brian Harmon, Russell Henley, Alex Noren, Jason Kokrak, the Kokrak heads, Harris English, Harry Higgs, Cameron Wait, Davis. They earned the least amount of money per FedEx Cup point? Yeah. How's DJ possibly on that list? I think it must mean, does he, I don't know. No, you know what? It, is it bonus? Is it? No, that would be more. Was it Saudi right? Arabia? What's I don't wonder what earnings he's going off of. Cameron Davis, John Rahm, and Kevin Kisner are also in there. Players that earn the most per FedEx Cup point: mm. Tiger Phil, Shaggy Kane, what? Bryson Day, Rory Reed, JT Leash, and Woodland. I gotta check the cross tabs. I think players we need that are to have most... our chief data officer look into this and verify. Players that are most averagely compensated, which is great. Bud Cauley, Matt Kuchar, and huge surprise here, Ricky Fowler. What about Kelly Craft? It could be. It could be if we dive into it deeper. But yeah, average FEC point to USDA for the top USD for the top one hundred is $2,300 or 784 sumo citruses. Good en enlightening content from John Cernasty. Uh, all right. I think that's it for WGC Workday Championship at the concession. All right. Opposite field event. Continue with our schedule for the week. The Puerto Rico Open. That is Thursday through Sunday at Grand Reserve CC, Rio hey, Grande, Puerto Rico. I need what? to issue an apology. I love apologies. What do you got? Uh, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that the golf course changed, that they switched golf courses for the Puerto Rico. And I apologize that I misinformed all you listeners that cared about this because the golf course has not changed. They have just changed the name of the golf course. This is still the same Cocoa Beach that you know and love. Why did they change it? Grand Reserve, CC? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they thought they needed a, a facelift, rebrand. Re Once the curse was broken, maybe they wanted to set up a new curse by renaming their course. Oh, God. Uh, par 72, 7,500 yards, designed by Tom Kite. Purse. Is, are you familiar with Tom Kite's work? Not really. No. Okay. Purse, 3 million, which probably doesn't sit well with Peppy Peter. You know, only is he in the mil. field? I probably could be at WGC. No, maybe not. Uh, defending champ Smiley's in the field. Victor Hovland edged Josh Teeter by a shot to earn first career win, which he later followed by capturing last fall's Mayakoba Classic. <laughs> They're trying to tell us the PR curse doesn't exist. Notables: <laughs> Davis Riley, Brandon Wu, Justin Saw, Ian Poulter is down there. To, usually, always. <laughs> finagling his way into the top 50 just playing the wgc circuit the ian poulter is the master of like the whole world rankings game just legendary for the last 10 10 years plus doing that but he he must see a opportunity in this opposite field event to get back in ian poulter matt wallace thomas peters juyun tom kim tom kim D thomas the tank dj trahan donald Rowland is in there jj henry Ricky Barnes, the Dutch boy. Carl Pedersen, the Swedish pancake. Bob Allenby, taking a break from trying to find the man who 
Beat him up in Hawaii. Still on the case. Still on the investigation. Searching for the real mugger. Is in Puerto Rico. You got to watch out for that island. Those island life is where Bobby gets a little loose. <laughs> gets in trouble. Charlie Belgian is, you know, can get over the dive and apparently the crypto dive on Wednesday. He's or probably been Tuesday. living high as a hog. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Belgian. Brendan DeYoung. You got the Yun and Carl Federson. Daniel Filet. Chopra. Filet. Filet and Swedish oh. pancake. <laughs> Daniel Chopra, Carlos Franco, Jason Bone, Chris, Major Medical Couch. Omar Uresti, fresh off just a sweep dominance of the PGA Senior Club Pro event. It's the, the PGA, the local PGA Senior circuit that he just goes and mops up he won guys like three that spent their careers folding shirts in a pro shop he won like three or four of them i get these pga releases it seems like every other week omar i i was playing golf with some guys over from pga hq and they yeah. insisted that we were overlooking some of the other people that that go down there and beat up on the club pros too it's I'm just sure that omar omar beats up on them I'm sure you are. Um, all right. And then last notable. God, how many notables are there? <laughs> I mean, the whole field is notable for shotgun start purposes. Last notable, Dick S. Johnson. Richard S. Johnson, a former you know, <laughs> subject of a segment, entire segment maybe on this podcast, is, is playing. <laughs> all, this is all, just... All-time name team, Dick Johnson. <laughs> TV Thursday to Friday, 10 a.m. This is this is good lead in. This is a great cleanser going into the workday at the concession. Uh, 10 to 1, 2.30 to 5, and then Sunday, 2.30 to 4.30. I mean, what do you want to talk about with this? Can, can I, uh, a buddy texted me. Yeah. And he texted me, ah, Puerto Rico Open Week. My annual proof of life for Carlos Franco. He knows if Carlos Franco is dead or alive because by of checking Puerto the Rico field. open and looking at the field and seeing Carlos Franco. All right. So what is your stance on opposite field events? Uh, a, they shouldn't exist. Okay. All right. But B, was... they, they've done a good job. They got, I think they got nine of the top 10 in the corn Ferry money list. Yes. That, that was like an exemption list or something like so, They've at least gotten some of these young guys up there, and they should be applauded some. that at some. least some of them. I mean, this is this is better. There's progress. We have to applaud some progress. It's still shit. It's still a shit event. It's still got a bunch of people that shouldn't be in the event in the event. But the fact that Michael Bradley, Robert Gomez, Frank Licklider the second, Tommy Armour the third, Paul Stankowski, Keith Clearwater. Glenn Day, Sean McKeel, uh, Neil Lancaster, and Jadon Blake are on the alternate list and not in the field. That's a big win. That's there. Last year, these guys were all in the field. A lot of them. Don't be so sure. The alternate list is rapidly evolving. I checked the field list from Friday. That entire alternate list on fr last Friday is in the field now. This is like the alternate list entirely can, new. They're just can, rapidly going through them. Can I Go. ask you a question and? 
Please nobody life. take Carlos this. Franco please nobody life. take this out of context. Like I'm trying to make light of what the Tiger Woods thing. But what's what's developing more rapidly, the field at Puerto Rico or the store, the Tiger Woods story? What what are we getting new information about well, faster? I mean, as we're recording, we're getting information on his injuries, right? We'll talk about it at the end, I guess. But yes, yes, it's oh, like there's more info. The compound fracture, L.A. Times. And uh, fractures in both legs, shattered ankle, things like that. So bad, bad, bad lower body injuries that that we know, according to the LA Times. So um, serious injuries, hap- lucky to be alive that he was wearing a seatbelt. That's the update there. Um, but That's yes, not good. no, no. Uh, I think like you said, it's good that they're including some like top 10 FedEx uh, corn fairy guys. If it's going to exist, you got and the corn fairy is in fact not playing this week, right? Yeah. Like make it a hybrid event. Make it so. Do you want to know something insane about this? Carlos Franco is an alternate for the Colagar, <laughs> but he's in the Puerto Rico. This is like your thing last year, right? With the uh, Barracuda, yeah. he had to go quali- Monday qualify. Same thing. Rob Bolton tweeted out an up field update. Alex Cheka. Got in the Puerto Rico open field, but he an alternate moved in because he had flown to to Monday qualify for the Colagard. So he would have been in the field. Alex Cheka would have been in the Puerto Rico open field, but had the Monday qualify for the Colagard, and he got in successfully. Oh, speaking speaking of, we have yeah, you know, this is a little bit of a light uh, another light thing that you can have a little fun if you're, you know. Looking for a little departure? Sign up for our Cola Guard, uh, our our uh, stool pool, the Dump in the Box Classic pool that we have up on Twitter. Yeah, it's linked in our bio, Instagram. Fried Egg tweeted it out. The normal Fried Egg pool, the weekly Fried Egg pool, is for this one week only called the Stool Pool. There's all sorts of low lumbermen. I think it's Woody yeah. Austin, Willie Wood, and Scott Verplank. There's like. Low, I don't know, second There's... greatest of a jet tiger generation, Ernie versus Phil. Uh, what else? Low bad headgear or low unique headgear, which is Kirk Triplett, the bucket boy, Parnovic's in there. There's all sorts of different questions. If you're going to yeah. do a champions tour pool, I think the dump in the box, the stool pool is the one to do. The so. dump in a pool. That's true. The uh, right. inside, I think we'll pay, we'll pay out, I don't know. How many places? 10? 15? No, it's five. for God's sakes, it's a Champions Tour regular season event. Well, what there's the power rankings. The he, Rob Bolton, I think Rob Bolton writes up no, those power rankings. Guy. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> is the, this is the week for this Champion Tour power rankings guy. Finally, a, a method which people could play power, Champions Tour fantasy. <laughs> there are odds. Will Gray was sending me odds for points bet. Uh, well, Cola Card Classic odds. If you want to look up before you fill out your pool entries, you want to go look at what the odds makers have for Tommy Tolls or whoever else that we included in that pool. Um, anything else on Puerto Rico? Open? Do you have? I mean, I don't is... have anything else. I okay. mean, watch the young is... guys. Watch the Davis Riley, the Brandon Wu, the Justin Saad type. There you go. Um, all right. Continue. I'm, on I'm with... kind of interested in this Donnie Trosper guy oh he's been in the field he's been in events 
We've spot. We I don't know if we spotlighted him, but we've talked about him. Where did he come from? Is he from Kentucky? Where's he from? I don't from? think so. I feel like we've talked about this guy. Oh, he's. I think he's from Detroit. He's from Detroit. Had something happen. He, he's popped up before. All right. Continuing with our schedule for the week. Ted Purdy in the field. Ted Purdy's playing with Carlos Franco and uh, the nut job from Canada who got mad his wife couldn't come to every event. <laughs> Roger, Roger Slaw. Yeah. That's Carlos, kind of, hopefully, hopefully Carlos can give him some wisdom. Show him that, hey, he can survive without his yerba mate, uh, <laughs> mate caddy. <laughs> Roger can survive without his wife. Do we need to explain that or no? I think we've told them multiple times. Carlos Franco has a tea caddy that follows him outside the ropes, maybe inside the ropes with a bib, hands him his tea, or did at least on Latino America events. Uh, all right, continue with our schedule for the week. The Game Bridge, LPGA. LPGA's back after a month or so off from uh, Diamond Resorts. That is at Lake Nona Golf and Country Club in Orlando, playing it at 6,600 yards, designed by Tom Fazio in 1986. I wouldn't have guessed it was that old. I would have guessed mid-90s. Purse is $2 million. Defending champ is Madeline Sagstrom. She won the inaugural event. And big ups to her for uh, kind of telling her story in a, uh, I guess it was a Twitter video. I'm sure it was posted elsewhere. Um, part of like the drive on campaign talking about mm-hmm. child, how she suffered from childhood abuse and how she's learned to deal with that, both through counsel from Robert Carlson. Um, I just thought it was a really, really good example uh, and, and puts a lot of people in her corner, certainly learning more about that terrible problem. Um, and just, I don't know, it's like really, it, it's good to understand some of these backgrounds, right? And, and so, mm-hmm. what some of these what some of these women have done to not only get here as professionals but as people as well. So, uh, she is a defending champ. Notable: Sagstrom, Jin Yun Ko, Seyun Kim, Nelly Korda, Lexi Thompson, Danielle Kane, Sun Hun Park, Jessica Korda, Brooke Henderson, Inji Chun, Lydia Ko, Gabby Ruffles making her first professional start, I believe. Alexa wow. Pano as an amateur. You know, the uh, highly publicized. Yeah, yeah, Phenom. Albane, Van- Valenzuela, Haley Moore, Yanni Sen, I think is back after like, let's say like 20 months off. She's not played in a while. And Annika Sorenstam playing in her. Not not a full comeback. Literally in her backyard. But what, playing. Annika? Yeah. Yeah. Why is it not a full comeback? Oh, you mean well, like she's not joining the tour? It's not like, yeah, she's playing a full schedule now. But yeah, yeah I, it's great to have the LPGA back. I'm super excited to see how Annika plays um, now that she's not a celebrity back in the full competitor. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to have a relatively full golf slate here this week. Yeah, that's the big I mean, the golf's been so good lately. Right, right. So you will not, it is so full that you will not be able to watch that live on TV, which is sort of a shame. It's live stream on golfchannel.com, but it'll be tape delay on Thursday and Friday night, and then Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Tape delayed. I mean, that's in whatever, Orlando. So it's East Coast, 8 to 11 p.m. You can watch live on golfchannel.com, I guess. Last but not least in our schedule for the week, we have the Colaguard Classic, the aforementioned Colaguard Classic. Join our pool. Par 73 at Omni Tucson National Golf Resort. 
7,200 yards designed by Robert Bruce Harris in 1961. The purse is 1.7 million. Hey, this is the event of the week. Great. I would hope so. You get the Conquistador's helmet. Yeah. They're humanizing the box, as you say. Uh, let's just let's just dispense with something. We are in no way diminishing or desecrating the product, Cologuard. We are against cancer. We are against colorectal cancer. If you are of an age group where you may be at risk of that, please go get screened. If Cologuard, I know nothing about it. I'm not a medical devices salesman or doctor of any kind. If it works, you know, patronize Cologuard. We are just, you know, having a little fun with the, uh, you you know, the, in fact, practice of how you use the box. You take a dump in the box and, you know, that's, that's, that's it. It's not like we are, you know, making fun of helping or trying to screen for cancer. It's great. I, I love that they were bringing awareness to that dreaded disease. Just want to be clear here. Notables, Bernhard Lahner, Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Jim Furyk, uh, John Daly, Fred Couples, Davis Love the Third, Mike Weir, Billy Mayfair is a notable, Colin Montgomery, Mark O'Meara, KJ Choi, and John Smoltz. Lonner is the defending champ. He traded more blows than a boxing match with Woody Austin, rallying Ready? from four down and withstanding an Austin ace to win by two shots. I don't remember all that. This is a uh, primetime golf Friday and Saturday. Sunday it's four thirty to seven. You have any who's, reaction to the Cola? Hey, this who's your, your one and done pick for concession? I'm gonna go with Victor Hovland. I almost I had Fiend out last week. We forgot to say him on air, but we tweeted him at uh, the person. So one of the people who filled it out. Who's yours? I think I'm gonna take Tyrrell. Uh, Tyrrell. 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 He does well on some of these. You don't think he's gonna go into catch basin and just never come out? Like break all the clubs over his knee or something like that? I was kind of I was looking at uh at Kisner too. Kind of like a guy with good short game, guy that you know, oh, good iron, not good iron player. Now you tell me, that's the opposite of Hoblin. I mean, he might be able to just hit it so good that it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Terrell and Hoblin. Terrell and Hoblin. I don't know if I have featured groups here. I think tee times are out, but whatever. It's all the same. Um. All right, so that's your schedule for the week. Do you do you need, want to know who the top of the power rankings is for Colgard? Yeah, it's got to be uh, Phil, right? Do, do you want to guess the top top five? Try and guess the top five. So here's my point. I had an honest to God take that Champions Tour golf is strong right now. I mean, we'd like to have fun with the dump in the box, but shit, Carlos Franco can't, can't even get in the field here. He's a, in the field of Puerto Rico. Um, so it'll be Phil. Then it's got to be Furick, I yep. would think. Two for Ernie. two. That's number four. Goose? Goosen? Retief Goosen? No, Goose isn't. Goose is eight. Um, Darren Clark's won his last two. Come on, think about the defending champ, man. Loner. He's three. I mean, he's like 64. <laughs> it's deep. Then you got, you got a captain in there. Davis, love the third. Stricker, five. Oh, I didn't say Stricker. Okay. Then his fellow Wisconsinites, number six. Jerry Kelly? Yeah. American Family Insurance? Okay. How about that? Then you got got Kevin Sutherland at seven, Fred Couples at nine, and Mike Weir at ten. 
Kevin Sutherland. It's not a bad event. That's the pool. Are we worried about Tanagawa? Is he done? He might have peaked at Oak Hill, which, you know, hey, it's not the worst thing. By the way, you need to issue an apology about Homa being Champions Tour eligible. He's not. They changed the bylaws. It's They've moved into the fucking goalposts. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we got Instagram DMs saying it's four events now. You got to win or a major, I think it is. Four four wins and a major or a major. So, not I Champions got, Tour eligible. We got to find I, I I was I was chatting with somebody that knows a lot about this and and they were right. I I, sure I couldn't believe it. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let me see the quote. You have it? Yeah, one second. They just make up rules as they go along, depending on which quote unquote stars need help becoming eligible. Really? I I mean, that kind of makes sense. They just (laughs) sub in whatever. Oh, we need to get, I mean, does Darren Clark qualify? You know, before the, did they, I'm trying to think, I guess he won a major. That's true. He won a major. So, all right, that's it. That's your schedule for the week. Event of the week is Kolar Classic. So, Join that So two, two point group, the two point group, which Max is now a part of. Yeah. Gets four spots in each Champions Tour event. So there's like four spots that go to the two-point group. I wonder if the elevated status means anything. Or will it mean something down the line when they want to get Max? He's got to have 8 million Twitter followers. They're going to want him in the field by the time he's Champions Tour eligible. I think a point should be that he was in the return to golf campaign. That should be one point. (laughs) Exactly. That should be one point. All right. Um, but it says that this is, uh, you know, so two point, the same guys can only get picked a couple of times from the two point group. Oh. So they got a cap and then they go to the bottom of that category. So if you got two points, you'll probably get in something. Well, I think he'll just have to win a major or win two well, more times. So the point, the point then was if, if somebody in a two point club, if you go and you make a cut, and you make some money, then you get into the shuffle and you'll reshuffle in. Oh, so the key is just getting in and making a cut or two. Yeah. Because then you'll reshuffle and oh. you'll get into the mix. Yeah. So yeah. two points. And then you're just on the carousel forever. You're on yep. the merry-go-round. Then you're on the gravy train. Okay. All right. There you go. News. That... This is absolutely, nobody asked for this. Nobody needed this. The pack has come out. We're doing away with playoff draw, random draw to decide playoff order. I don't know why this was needed to be addressed. I don't know if the CT Who would have even noticed? I don't know. Who brought this? Do you think Peppy Peter brought this up? I don't understand. Allegedly, it's to like keep pace of play moving or TV knows who's going first. I don't think it matters. I just, I can't imagine this was on the order. Who put this on the agenda? The CT machine couldn't be addressed or, or other testing or gambling or this is what they came up with. <laughs> Who goes first in a playoff will no longer be decided by a random draw. Uh, new amateur rules. Do you have any reaction to this? Name, this image, name, image and likeness. 
you can now profit off of, you can take endorsements. Um, you cannot, what are the restrictions? You can't accept prize money above the whatever prize the place. Limit. Yeah. It's like yeah. usually seven fifty. Fifty, I think that was it. Yeah. So um, you can't be a, you can't give lessons for money and things like that. So I think, but yeah, this otherwise is gonna you be, endorsements. I think these OEMs are going to go after the kids. Cause like I, I do, I think there's something there with, uh, you know, I remember growing up junior golf, like I cared what like the best player in the area played like i i was like if or like an older guy like you know somebody like when i was 14 somebody that was 17 and going to play golf at i don't know insert college like what he played like and i think you're gonna see these kids like get i think kid like in before anybody's like well they aren't throw, handing out millions for or not millions but big deals for mini tour players like mini tour players don't have any influence like the best junior in the country has a lot of influence on all the junior golfers who want to be like him or her. Okay. So this Isn't is that kind of happening with like apparel and stuff. Like, well, they give like free these... stuff. They yeah, can't, they right. couldn't pay them, but now right, they can pay them. So like, yeah. yeah, like these kids got free clubs cause they were great, but now they get, they're going to get like 25 grand to wear a hat or something like that. I don't know how much it would be, but I would not be surprised. Like, and I think it would be a good move for some of these companies to go like now that it's legal, it's got, it's just crazy. But then you see what's happening with seven year olds that are making millions of dollars unboxing things on YouTube. And it's like, well, it's ridiculous that, that, that it's almost ridiculous. They couldn't make money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you worry about, I mean, I worry less about some of the kids and some of the parents who are not, you know, oh, the parents the are just going to be crazy. The most upstanding individuals. If you go to some of these junior events, that they might be chasing an extra, whatever stipend from so and so OEM and things like that. I don't know. If you go I, to I a know. college event and you meet some of the parents, you just, just, it just is like disheartening how awful some of them are. I mean, I was covering the women's am last year, and it was just like, all right. You know, I was just, and that was even with limited attendance. So it was, yeah. Uh, don't be, don't be that. Those it's a dramatic, dramatic change, right? In the history. Huge. At least in the official history. Sometimes there's always kind of rumors and things, but yeah, it is now allowed. You, it, your, not, your initial reaction is like, I'm fine. You're okay I, with it? Or you felt like it was kind of just inevitable? This I think it's crazy. But I'm I'm fine with it. What about you? Like I I just I think this is where society is going, and it you know it's just kind of stupid to because like the the Lucy uh, Lee situation a few yeah, years ago, Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Like, if Apple wants to put you in a commercial, like, well, I'm not smart enough to talk about, it, but like I wonder what happens at the NCAA if they don't get on board, right? That's I mean, a good that, that seems like. They're at P cross PGA Tour U. Purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I think I'm probably with you. This is just the way the world is working. It's anathema, it feels like, probably for a lot of died in the world amateurs, you know, and mid ams and people who have followed the amateur game for a long time. They probably think this is ridiculous. But, uh, and I do, it is a very strong departure, but it just feels like this is the way the world is moving and turning towards them. It's hard to start telling them they can't bank whatever. Yeah. 50 grand or something, you know, from whatever, because they're really good at something at a young age. Uh, 
I don't know. Have other news? New qualifying sites, sectional qualifying back. Good. We kind of knew, expected it was coming back. Uh, no, no UK one. UK guys are kind of screwed, right? You there? That's a three Euro Tour three event point system. So if you're kind of like a fringe pro or an amateur in the UK, you might be kind of SOL for qualifying for Torrey Pines. Um, but it was good to have sectional qualifying. Great so to thought, have sectional yeah. qualifying back. Yep. RIP Big Blue Wall huh. at the Dinosaur or at the ANA Inspiration. I, I love that this was like a big news story. I mean, yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world, Andy. We talked about this. Yelled about backboarding. Uh, yeah. This, this. I mean, it impacted play. I think it changed the course of the outcome of the uh, ANA last year. There, there will be no fans at that, that event, but they will not put up a random wall, you know, making the island hole much less of an island. Um, and PGA Championship, 10K fans per day, looks like, at uh, Kiowa. So that's kind of seems to be following the trend here as we hit the Florida Swain, as we hit the Masters with some limited patrons. So PGA Championship will have 10,000 fans. I think it kind of makes a difference, right? I think we mm-hmm. kind of saw that a little bit in Phoenix. Um, you know, whatever. Riviera is great no matter what, but it seems like it makes a difference for the players, even if it is scant compared to nothing. You know, 2,500 or 5,000, it, it makes a difference. So. All right, that's it. Any other thoughts, reactions? Just hope we get some good news from Tiger and, you know, yeah. Yeah, we're recording this. Obviously, it seems like more specifics are coming out on the injuries. Hope he's doing okay. So, uh, all right. Enjoy your Wednesdays. Enjoy the Thursday golf. Join the pool. We'll join the Cole Guard Classic pool. We'll probably promote the stool that again. pool. The stool pool. <laughs> Seek that out. Will that be the newsletter? Fried egg newsletter? Probably a link I to that. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enjoy your uh, Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. <laughs>